my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about one way to help yourself feel a little more relaxed. Set a timer for when it's time to move on so you can stop worrying about what's next. For Mother's Day this year, I asked for and received a hammock. It is quite lovely, but of course, owning a hammock doesn't magically create the time to use that hammock. Between work, kids, and various chores, I don't exactly have huge quantities of leisure time to relax out there. I do have some time, for sure. But, and I am sure you can relate to this as well, whenever I go out to lie in the hammock, I start thinking of what I still need to do in the near future and what time that needs to happen. If I have 10 minutes before I need to start rallying the troops to get in the minivan, I will look at my phone to see what time it is several times, so I am not late. It is hard to feel relaxed while doing that. So I decided to try a different tactic. If I know I have 10 minutes to relax in the hammock, I will set a timer on my phone for 10 minutes. When it beeps, I know it is time to move on to the next thing. But until it beeps, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to keep looking at the time. I can look up at the trees and the clouds and let my thoughts wander. This makes the experience far more rejuvenating. If you, too, are always keeping track of the time, because you need to make the trains run on time in your life, then perhaps you will find this approach helpful as well. If you have carved out a few minutes to relax, think about how long you have and set a timer for that amount. Then truly revel in this downtime, even if it's only a few minutes. If you've got 10 minutes to have that quiet cup of coffee on the porch, set the timer and listen to the birds. If you've got 15 minutes to read before you need to go pick up a kid somewhere, set the timer so you won't miss pickup, but you won't have to pull yourself out of the book to check the time until you absolutely need to. Now, perhaps on some level, this sounds counterintuitive. Setting a timer sounds like the opposite of relaxation. I mean, you're on the clock. 
And if your life doesn't involve a lot of time constraints and responsibilities, well, great. Spend all afternoon on the hammock. Enjoy it for all it is worth. But I know many people listening to this podcast are managing folks at work and managing folks at home. You need to meet with your direct reports and check in on their progress. And you need to dial into that virtual meeting with the team in Asia at 9 p.m. You need to pick up the kids at camp or school and see that they get to piano lessons or home from soccer practice. All of these are meaningful things, but they require that you know what time it is and what you need to do next. As responsible people, we don't want to drop the ball on these things. So, our brains will keep us on high alert until we do them. The only way to dial down this high alert is to assure our brains that you will move on at the right time. When an alarm is set, this piece of the puzzle is taken care of. Our brains can calm down and relax for a while. No need to think about the schedule. It is all under control, at least for the next 10 minutes. So it is okay to just stare at the sky. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.